Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com uh-huh. <laughs> one, two, what? One, two, three, four, five, six, well, seven. Well, that was a boring one. Uh-huh. Are you recording? Of course and, I am. I need of course that. I am. Listen, everything in life has felt so heavy that people need your vocals right now. <laughs> Can you harmonize with me? One, two. Well, you got to start. And no, then we got to do in. that. Um, did you know that SNL skit, Cat and Garth, where it's like, they act like they've prepared a song. It's um, Kristen Wiig and um, what's his nuts from Portlandia. No, the reason I'm shaking my head is because we've talked about oh. this on the podcast before. <laughs> I don't remember what I talk about ever. Obviously. <laughs> um, we tried to harmonize once and it was so... I think I just started singing the melody with you. I can't. <laughs> like we, we tried to sing a song. I can't, we can't. We've We're, tried rapping. We've tried it all. <laughs> we'll leave the music to the music people. The music peeps. Well... <laughs> <laughs> In transition from that. The way you said well kind of sounded like you were about to finish. Well, if you're going into the weekend. And, and that was it, you guys. Happy World's shortest podcast. <laughs> One minute of our vocals. Everyone stopped listening now anyway. So. Um, you and I have sat here for the last two hours going back and forth how to make all the thoughts we have about today's podcast make sense. <laughs> Good luck, listeners. Into one podcast. Yeah, Godspeed to all of you guys because we have a lot firing around in our... Firing, bad choice of words. We have a lot <laughs> going around in our brains today and we're just living life trying to make sense of it all trying to act casual we're trying (laughs) trying. god i would love nothing more than to act casual Remember those days god you know someone sent me a video it was like i don't know five years ago of me and our friend mary at whiskey row first of all i was really drunk which i don't do anymore either (laughs) so i was like oh man those are fun times um but I remember us, it was like Whiskey Row had just opened. We're like living it up. I mean, (laughs) it's just like so comical to think about going and having a dance party and getting drunk now. (laughs) And I know that comes with age, like you evolve and you grow. But also, it's just been a lot. Yeah, Like our life in general just does not feel the same. Mm -mm. We were very carefree, I would say. 
Yeah. Honestly. And I can't believe that was f- five years. It I feels mean, like maybe 20 even years more. ago. And I mean, maybe more. I mean, yeah. I just said five because that's just a number I like. <laughs> it was somewhere in that age range yeah. of like, or time. That makes sense for when what? Whiskey Row opened. Five or six years ago. Yeah. Everything felt, when I start looking back though, I'm like, oh my God, that was seven years ago. Cause I feel like I lost three years, yeah. you know, like where were we? I don't think anyone knows. Stuck in our houses. Yeah. So um, anyway, it was just interesting to look back and think, oh my God, we literally were looking to shake things up on a Friday night because life was like probably pretty boring. That, well, that was probably a Wednesday. That's true too. <laughs> anyway, who knows? Who knows? But times are not like that. And um, we're just taking it day by day here and we're trying to find pleasure in the simple things. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Unfortunately, since we have recorded last week, there was another mass shooting in our country. <sighs> what was that? Do you I mean, it's just exhausting. It is exhausting. It's exhausting and terrifying and sad. Yeah. We did have a little bit of positive news come yeah. in. Do you want to share about that? Yeah. I saw today that the state of Washington has banned assault rifles. Go Washington. Go Washington. And uh, surprisingly... Our governor in Tennessee has signed some executive order to enact some red flag laws in our state. Yeah. We're Um, still trying to totally decipher what it looks like, what that means. Yeah. I've seen some people say it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, but it does feel um, counter to what most people expected out of him. Yeah. So here's to hoping that it means something. Something is better than nothing. I would agree with that. And it feels positive to me to have the energy of just like it's being discussed yeah. and considered. Yeah. I think that's, I agree. that's a, that feels like a bigger step than it has in the past. Look, I get constitutional law is above my pay grade. Right. But it's the truth is it will never change if we don't start looking for the small ways to change it. I agree. Um, and next right step. Yeah. So hopefully it is um, a small step in the right direction. Yeah. So what we were sitting here discussing is the fact that, you know, we've done the podcast about with the survivor of Columbine. We've done the podcast with a person from every town and like the legalities of all of it and what you can do. We did the podcast last week talking about how we were just kind of defeated. And the one thing we haven't necessarily directly discussed was mental health. And that's like a huge part of the other side of the argument. This is a like... This isn't like a mental health podcast, but it is something I discuss pretty frequently. Um, Even if you look at all the spirituality that we discuss in general and like the different facilitators of that or just like wellness people that come on, I would say that this sides more on a mental health podcast than a political podcast. True. (laughs) So it's kind of interesting that we haven't talked about this aspect of it. Maybe I just feel like I cover it every week. And so, you know, whatever. And we're not really going to fully dive into like, the ins and outs of mental health and how that relates to gun control, because in some ways I think we just need a little bit of a break from discussing that here. Um, But on a bigger scale, I told you about this article that was sent to me actually. And it was about this influencer who's now like retired from influencing, like enter like laughter here. I'm sure people are like, Oh, okay. Get a real problem. However, um, it brought up so much for me. It was in the New York Times and um, the girl really like, she discussed so many things that I fully related to and it's been my experience with social media and also my experience with, I think, retiring from influencing (laughs) from a certain, you know, from 
from the way that I used to do it, at least I will right. say that. And I haven't really found the new angle yet or what I want to talk about or what I want to do. Um, and so much of that was based on mental health and the role that social media plays in all of that. And so kind of what we wanted to talk about today was just sort of like that impact, what she talked about, what I've faced with that. And then also like, I think that could probably tie into everything else happening in our fucking culture. I would also love to retire from being influenced upon, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm just like, I was saying we were, we were discussing and it's like, I do think it's important. Like most people listening here are not influencers. Most people in the world aren't, but we all are, you know, very well aware of a lot of them. And, um, you know, the the social media has, uh, done a very good job of designing its, its, um, ability to, thrust influencer upon us, you know, it's an algorithm that, um, you know, sort of figures out what we like and what we don't like. And then it becomes an echo chamber of just the things that we like. And we're not even seeing many things to sort of even challenge that. And I don't even mean politically. It's like, maybe I love boxers and you go to my boxer dogs. dogs, Yeah. And I'm not being served other dogs. You know what I mean? I love all dogs, Yeah, but all I see is boxer stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Instagram, if you're listening, my phone, I'm sure it is. I'm probably mm-hmm. going to get some weird dogs tonight. But um, yeah, it's. I, I was saying earlier when we were discussing before we started recording, like I kind of want to go through my feed and literally delete everything that's not a person that I truly know. Yeah. Because that I do think is fucking with what I'm seeing. Like, like um, what you're consuming. What you I'm mean. consuming, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still, I don't even think that would be perfect because it still is going to decide which of my friends it's going to let me see their stuff. Right. You know? um, but I also like that it, saying that out loud also is stressful because Does it's it like, anxiety? Then, then I'm going to be uninformed, you know? But isn't that so interesting? Because like, Last week, I gave this big rant about all the noise. Like, I can't even tune in anymore because there's so many opinions. There's so much noise. There's so many sides to everything. There's, like, so much yelling is how I feel. Like, just overwhelmed all the time. So I can't tune into that either. Do you know what I mean? Like, I have to zone out. Like, I haven't even been on social media in weeks. And I just can't do it right now because we were facing things in our day-to-day life that was so real and so overwhelming and so painful for so many people that like I couldn't go take on everyone else's and that's how I operate. But on a normal day, I am and I'm not even fucking paying attention. Right. Like it's just being thrust into my brain and it's just consumed at all times and that goes for the news too. It's just everywhere right now and I don't know that we're paying I mean, I think we're starting to talk about it, but I don't know if we're fully paying attention to the impact that that's having on us personally. Well, I mean, even think about just the news in general. I'm not like, I don't care which station you watch. It's like there's a host talking and there's a picture playing and there's a ticker going and something on the bottom. Like it's the screen is giving you seven pieces of different information about seven different stories at the same time. Like, how what the what fuck is that doing to our brains? It can't be good. No. It's actually insane the over like stimulation mm-hmm. that we have constantly. Yeah. But that's why. So, like, this girl, I mean, I know everyone can't relate to the influencing aspect of Instagram or anything like that, but I do think everyone can relate to the algorithm. And um, once social media in my head, like, once it became easily monetized is when everything changed. And then like 
each platform obviously has their own individual way of making money and controlling us. And Mm -hmm. we're so like, we want to have the right things. We want to look our best. We want, everyone wants to feel better all the time, but instead of like going inside, we go to these other people to tell us what to do. I actually always felt really weird about it. Cause I was like, why am I the authority right. on how you should live your life? Like I'm not the expert on that. You're the expert on that. I don't know how you should live your life. I can tell you how I live mine. And that's, that's what happened for me. It was just like, I had started a blog and then it kind of grew. And then I was on a TV show and had this podcast too. Or I actually had the podcast first. And that's a very important point for me to make. I'm sorry. Um, And then I was on the TV show. And so people cared, I guess, of what I was doing. But then like if it takes a turn, it becomes so negative on the other side. And like it just, it's too much. And like what I said to you earlier, the comment section is where it gets really dangerous. And I'm glad that not a lot of people experience that, but this girl talked about that seriously. And she was like, so happy to quit that life, go to do a nine to five. Cause she's like, now I'm not controlled by all the pressure all the time of like avoiding people saying bad shit to me. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal. Unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Yeah, I mean, look, I think that there are... The reason why there's a proliferation of social media is because I do think there are a lot of benefits to it. What does that word mean? It's like there's so much of it. Oh. Um, And it's grown rapidly and it's like... Well, I think it's also addicting though. Oh, it's definitely addictive. And it's, you know, I, 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 I definitely like... I get good things from it. But I definitely think it is filled too much of my life. Like it takes up way too much space. Even like 
I catch myself all the time in conversations. I'll be like, oh my God, I saw a meme about that. Yeah. And it'll just be some, like a funny anecdote to what yeah. we were talking about. And it kind of pulls me out of the moment. Mm-hmm. And it also like, it, um, it makes it, it's, it sort of cheapens what I think and feel rather than me having something funny to say about the moment. I'm like, well, this is what someone else that I think is right. funny said about that. You know, you're not um, present. It's yeah. It's, it's a, it like really sort of takes me away from the moment. And I catch myself doing it all the time. Yeah. And which also then just reinforces how many fucking memes I'm looking at. You know what I exactly. mean? Like, I'm like, God, like, I can't believe that all of my anecdotes are these like little square funny things that I'm seeing online. Yeah, but to that point, I mean, I think that can work from either, like you're speaking to probably what most people listening to this podcast would relate to of just constantly being on there. I relate to that as well. And like not being able to differentiate between what is right in front of us in the present moment and then what is something you saw on social media. Um, Or kind of just like it all starting to meld together as if it's one world and it's really not. Um, But that can also connect to what I was saying about the influencer life because when you're making it a job and you're working like I don't think people realize how much time goes into to all that stuff and this isn't some sob story it's just it's a lot it's a, a lot to create content constantly and then you're working against the algorithms then you're working against like oh I got negativity on this post or whatever but like do you remember when I was fully doing it like every time we would go to dinner I had to get an outfit pick first yeah. Like it was wild when I think back to it. I'm like, was I ever, I mean, I think I did actually a better job than a lot of people. Cause I was so determined to be like, I have to be in this moment. I can't miss this moment. Like by being on my phone the whole time. But for a lot of influencers or people who make that their job, which I think is actually a lot of people nowadays, um, you can't actually live your life because you're trying to make your life look so good online. Right. Well, you you gave an example of like you couldn't have a bad day. No, no, no. You could know, never. You have can't a, put that up. No, because you're the you're supposed to be the positive person, and I feel like that on this podcast sometimes too. And I've just had to stop because I'm like, that's not me. So if you're listening to this podcast, I hope that like it's okay, or like I hope that you relate to the fact that we're just humans too. And I'm trying to live authentically at this point. And some days are good and some days are bad. Right. And like, that's reality. But what a crock of shit for me to sit here and be like, hey, I have this platform. Look how perfect my life is when it's really falling apart behind the scenes, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, too, it's like another problem with the the influencer game is that like, I think where when you started doing it, it came out of the blog culture. Yeah. And... It took a lot of like to sit down and write a blog about something like you better fucking believe what you're writing because totally. it's really hard to write something yeah. that feels authentic and true and it's time consuming it and like you, it's mm-hmm. like it takes a lot of brain power to do that. That's you're why they're, running, you're also running a website. People don't know that right. but you're like the picture part of it. There's yeah, so much there's that goes into it. it. It's a lot easier to snap a photo and throw it up on an Instagram yeah. and make it look like you love a brand that you're posting about. And I think that like, you know, something that's happening a lot now is there's not authenticity in it. People are being paid to say things that aren't true. Right. Well, everybody's also an influencer. Totally. It's like, it doesn't, you don't even, there's like no credibility to it anymore. In my opinion, I'm like, Oh bullshit. Like 
Because everyone does it. Right. Like, I don't know. It just, it's the same thing I said last week where it's just like when there's so much noise all the time, I can't even have my own thought anymore. I don't even like know how to see straight or what I feel, which is maybe the point that like we're being driven to make decisions in our lives so unconsciously right. all the time. Right. Um, this can tie back in a little bit to kind of get off the influencer culture, just like the day to days of social media. Like you and I were researching what the connection between gun violence and social media is and if there is one. And we found a couple articles that talk about that and just how like it's not necessarily glamorized per se, but in some ways a lot of like the gang violence and the gun violence within situations like that. Um, is and they and like that people almost lose this concept of reality of what real life is with gun violence that someone dies or goes to jail or both like and um, they you know are looking for the accolades or the validation or anything like that and it's like we lose the real life parts of that Mm -hmm. so I don't know I think I mean well look we were video games have always been or have progressively gotten more and more violent. And you can. It's a lot easier to sort of like disassociate that and be like, oh, that's a video game. It can be really violent. Right. But now we're we're seeing that like emulated in like real people or acting like they're people in video games playing with guns. And mm-hmm. um, and it is. It really starts to blur. It's hard to disassociate that when it is a photograph of real people holding real guns being like, now what's real? And the next thing you know, those people are, pulling triggers and acting like they're playing Mm -hmm. these characters. And I mean, it's, it's obviously not that black and white, right? but um, you know, it's when I asked the question of you earlier about like, do you think there is a correlation there? I also think too, it's like, we're dealing with a lot more stress. We're dealing with a lot more bullying. We're dealing with a lot more opinions because our life is existing outside of the bubble. That is the room that you're in or the family that you're in or the office space that you're in. Like, you're dealing with influence, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's <laughs> fucking up people's heads. 100%. You know? Um, and so I, I, I don't know what the answer is. This is really me like sort of posing a question and a thought. And But like I'm, I'm curious if there's any re- real research, scientific research out there that shows the advent of social media – um, and what a timeline would look like, what a graph would look like with the rise in mental health um, well, that crises. And I don't know if that is necessarily because we're recognizing mental health as a thing now More um, so, yeah. or if it's uh, there's a real correlation. And then where that line is on that graph for gun violence. And yeah. we know that gun violence is an upward trajectory. Um, so is last- depression and anxiety, especially in young girls. Right. I've read that, that, and that is directly related to social media. They yeah. say. I have a question for you. What's the, what's your favorite account that you follow on Instagram? Or like, why do you get on, are you an Instagrammer or a TikToker or I, both? Or? I'm just on Instagram. Okay. Why do you get on Instagram? Like what, what are you looking for? What am I looking for? Yeah. I mean, initially I was looking to be connected to friends and share mm-hmm. things with friends. I, yeah. The algorithm thinks I don't have friends at this point. I never see my friends' stuff. Yeah. Occasionally, mostly in stories, never in feed. 
um, in feed now is mostly like local pol- political stuff. Right. And because you've go- probably been clicking on right. it. And, and a lot's been going on locally too. Cause I, sure. but also like I, I like puberty. It, it's like, huh? it's, it's called puberty. P U B I I thought you were missing Not puberty. puberty. It's puberty. <laughs> it's like puberty. I don't know how you would say it. Okay. Um, it's like public, but yeah. P- yeah. And, I, I follow a lot of like good news things. Yeah. Like now this news yeah. and the good movement and some of that stuff. Like that's good. That's really what I want to see. But right. truly, truly what I want to see is what my friends are up to. Yeah. And that's something else that we talked about too, because I was at a wedding this past weekend and um, you know, I've always been a really social person, but I've noticed that the older, and this could also just have something to do with age and um, being busy and not paying attention to a lot of things. But like, and the pandemic probably didn't help either because I didn't see a lot of people, but um, I, I'm a lot more stressed out going into social um, environments because I've forgotten people's names. I'm mm. worried about like, I get in my head like, oh my God, I'm going to introduce them and I don't, can't remember their name. Isn't that wild? It's so weird. And I know their name. You've known I just, for years. I just can't, I can't think of it. Mm-hmm. And um, so... I was at a wedding this past weekend and I ran into a, this, a friend of mine from Los Angeles who I hadn't seen in years. Her name's Lindsay. And like, I mean, her kids are like, I don't know how old they are. They're like 10, 12. They're, I can't believe this much time has passed. And we were joking about like, but we feel like we're connected because we occasionally will see something yeah, like that's going on, on in the other person's life in social media, which is why it was invented so that you could stay connected. Right. But in some ways, it's made us more disconnected because I'm not doing it in real life. Right. You're like, well, do I remember her name? Because I haven't actually talked to her. <laughs> right. But I've seen her on social media. I mean, I, I know it, she's got kids, but I don't know what their names are. Right. You I know? have it happen to me all the time where people are like, hey. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Hi. Hey. And I'm like, we've never met. But right. they just like, we know each other from social or they know me from social media or something. And that's funny to me because it's like we have these weird connections with people. <laughs> that's kind of a different thing. But but you're right. Like you don't necessarily have to send a text or even make a phone call or even. You tapped a, like. I like their photo. Right. And so you're like, oh, we're connected. And no, you're not. You don't actually know what's happening. Yeah, you know I mean, what I've they're presenting like, publicly. You never like my photos. And it's like, you think that is a measure of how I feel about you? Yeah. Wasn't you, that interesting? Right. Like all of our needs for validation all the time. Yeah. It's really exacerbated that, mm-hmm. I feel. I was thinking about that. Like, why do I get on social media? And what started for me, I think Facebook and MySpace back in the day was a way to stay in touch with people from like high school that I had, you know, lost touch with or whatever. Um, and then, and then it became a place of like inspiration, like creative inspiration for me. Cause people would post, especially when Instagram started, I'm such a visual person. Mm -hmm. It was like cool pictures or cool outfits. And that's like, that's so inspiring to me now. And now (laughs) you asked me like, what's in my info thing. And it's all just like, the only things that I really like am interested in are learning about different ways our brain work or why <laughs> people do what they do, astrology. Because otherwise it all starts to feel like so fake and fabricated to me. Like unless people are bringing something to the table that I can learn from, I'm not that interested. Right. There are like create, I still find creativity there a lot, but like it's so overwhelmed with so many emotions of people all the time. And coming from a person like me to say that is kind of wild, but like 
I don't even want it anymore. Or just like the noise of the arguing and like the bad news. And it's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's, um, you know, I, I have a client who's black and she, she was like, she has said to me in the past, like when a, a, when a, a young black man gets shot or a black woman gets murdered by a police or whatever. She's like, um, this like social warrior, um, social justice warriors who are like, um, posting about it constantly and talking about it constantly. It's really traumatic because every time you you get on social media, it's like you're con you have to relive it over and over and over again. That's what I thought Um, the week covenant happened. I I could not open it because I was like, I cannot keep reliving it because I'm living it in my daily daily life Right. right now. So, you know, it's, but I think for the, the user who's putting stuff up, they feel like they're doing something by like saying right. something and it is kind of perform. We well, have to remember it's performative, you know, like mm-hmm. unless you're also taking action on the other side of your post, yeah, then it's kind of a pointless, like empty thing that you're doing. We said that last week. Yeah. It's, it started to kind of frustrate me because mm-hmm. I do feel that it's like, okay, I did my thing. I posted that number to call or whatever. Right. Great that you did that. But, but did like, you call it? <laughs> and what else? Yeah, and I hope you called it too. Yeah. But like, and what else? Um, well, to kind of like tie this up. on a, Wait, I want to ask really quick. Have okay. you tried Be Real, this new social media network? Have you heard about no, it? No, there's another one. Yeah, it's called Be Real. I downloaded it months ago and I think I've done one. It's called Be Real and it's the way that it works. And I'm like, this isn't me advertising it because I don't think I'll ever use it. I'm just curious if anyone like I've never even has heard enjoyed of it. it. So it's called Be Real and I'll get a notification. It's like you have two minutes to be real. Shut up. And then so you you're supposed to just like you take a photo and it takes a foot it's like it uses both of your cameras. So it takes a picture of where you are and a picture of you. And it's you can't edit it and then you oh just Oh my god, post it. I actually love this. So it's like it it is actually in the moment. You can yeah. I mean if you're at the beach, you can be like, I'm at the beach. Yeah. It's like a small photo of your face yeah. and then a big picture of where you are. I mean, I'm sure that I love the tainted. concept. Me of too. It. It'll all get tainted, though. Right. So this is what I was going to say. And this actually that's a I, first of all, I love that. I'm going to look into it just just because I'm curious. Right. Um, but I told you earlier, one of the first podcast or the first podcast I did this month was with Marv. And he just keeps reiterating over and over that we are in a time of change. Like things are not going to go back to the way they are. Every the way they were, everything is being amplified right now. And all of the like structures that don't work or that we've outgrown or that we've somehow messed up are going to become like become very apparent to us. And, um, and not to fight that, but to lean in, to ask questions, to look where we can change and to look where we can serve and maybe where we've kind of gotten off kilter. Mm -hmm. And I keep like over and over and over so many of the different healers I've seen have talked about social media and like just how maybe it is time to kind of examine, like we're not saying social media is going to go away. I don't think it is right now. Um, although I keep seeing that Twitter's done, but like NPR pulled off a Twitter today. Yeah. A lot of people are, but I don't know. So I don't know what'll happen. Maybe that's the beginning of this kind of like demise. Um, but either way, I do think that for our own sanity and mental health and what we're obviously seeing in our culture of people struggling, it's just smart to ask questions. We talk about this all the time on the podcast. And if this is a time where things are changing, like how can we do this better? And in your own life, how can you 
protect your brain? Right. Like, how can you better serve yourself on the day to day? Like, is it the people you follow? Is it how long you're on there? Is it being conscious of what you're consuming? Like, or even putting out there and presenting. And I think it's hard to be real. I think, I mean, even though we say we want that all the time, we've been trained now to perform. Right. And nobody well, wants to be the one person not performing. Well, there's also, I mean, it's, I think it's probably a problem that's as old as time. It's like, how many times have someone asked you, how are you doing today? And you're like, I'm great. Fine. I'm yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. It's great. Everything's great. No, it's not. But yeah. no one wants the real answer anyway. Like yeah. they want you to say that. Right. Unless it's a real friend. And I also think too, it's like when people really want the answer, they're like, how are you? You know, yeah. it's like a different, they ask different it in a different inflection. way. You know, it's like yeah. just a, 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 you know, a normal, hi, how are you? Like nobody wants you to start loading their shit on them. Dumping, yeah. But maybe we should start being more honest with each other, you know? I Sometimes don't know. Sometimes I give a little more of a truthful answer. Like, you know, this week's been rough, but I'm working through it one step at a time yeah, or like something good. like that. Like Because it opens the door for a real conversation. Totally. What's been going on? Like, do we actually want to even know each other? You know, like the, the, where's real intimacy anymore right. anyway? These right. are taking us off on so many tangents. I could go on and on about it forever, obviously. <laughs> but our but brains are fried because of social, social media. media and COVID, obviously. <laughs> um, but next week I am going to have on, um, I've been talking a little bit about the neurofeedback therapy that I've been doing and my brain therapist is what I call her. She's going to come on the podcast. And so I'm going to make sure to bring this topic up with her and like what effects they are seeing of social media on the brain. Um, but I do just think it's like when we're talking so much about gun violence and there's so many arguments, like it's the guns, it's mental health, it's probably all of it. And so I guess it only starts with one, you know, we can only start with ourselves. And so my whole point of even asking these questions is just to say, like, are you okay? And, like, are you taking care of you? Um, We could sit here and talk about all this shit all day, but, like, we're not actually trying to influence you. We're just trying to start conversations. Yeah. Look, it's funny because I read about that NPR thing this morning, and this is prior to us knowing what we're going to talk about What NPR thing? NPR, I think they have, like, a... Quitting Twitter, you mean. They quit Twitter. Yeah. And they have, like, 140 different handles. I could be wrong. Maybe it's 40, something like that. But because Twitter deemed them um, like a product of like like they're like state media is basically what they called it. But they're not. They're an independent body that is funded by the government. Yeah. Um, It's public funding. Um, But because of that, they're like, that's not what we are. We're not going to. We're not well, going to participate. But it made me think like, I should just fucking delete Twitter. And I, I went know. on there and I got all the way to like delete. And then it was like, this is, you'll lose your handle. And I was like, oh, what if it ever comes back? You know, like. <laughs> Even if you never get on there. my handle. There's another Chip Dorsch. I mean, probably, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I guess I could just delete everything that I'm following. You could just delete the app so you yeah. never open it. That's I don't true. know. I, don't I keep know. thinking about deleting TikTok because I never get on there and I'm like scared people are stealing my information because of other things. I mean, I like, I don't even know what's real anymore. I'm like, is that happening? Are we like, but isn't it happening other places too? Like it just, none of it makes sense. All your information, whether you're on an app or not, there's no chance it doesn't because when I speak things and then get served ads for them, I'm like, obviously they're listening. Like it doesn't. Yeah. So I don't know, but I think, 
it's we can't think about all of it all at once or I can't. I have to just do one thing at a time. One and, small change. Yeah. And so reading that influencing article was so validating for me because I was like, I'm not alone, which is always the best feeling in our culture when I think someone does get real um, and just say, here's what happened to me. And, and it just brought the social media to the forefront again because we've been talking so much about mental health and gun violence and why why we're all so fucked in the head. And it's like, well, here's one thing we can look at. Right. <laughs> why not? Yep. Well, yeah, it's funny. I mean, like when you were just saying that, like I remember when I quit my first job, my first like r- real adult job yeah. it was at Atlantic records. My whole life, all I want to do is work for Atlantic records. And I got there and I did it for six years and I was six, I had success there and I was climbing the corporate ladder but then I wasn't happy anymore and I didn't want to be there. Right. And there was a big round of layoffs coming and I was like, is here is this my chance to like have a little like of a parachute? Like I can leave and not feel like I'm just like leaving them in the lurch and get a little bit of money and do mm-hmm. all the things. And the night that I decided to do it, like I was I've convulsing and shaking and crying uncontrollably in my floor of my bedroom. Yeah. Because it was really cathartic, but scary at the same time. And I would imagine it's not dissimilar to what letting go of something like influencing when it has been your livelihood. Oh, my God. Because you as a person have changed. What you want out of life has changed. But you feel like you have to be this thing that people want you to be. And whether it's you're sitting at a desk job, I thought that from the outside, it was going to look like to my parents that I had failed Mm -hmm. that, you know, just in general that I had failed. And it took a lot of like talking to myself and to friends to be like, wait a minute, I achieved exactly what I set out to do. It had served you. And it served me and it was time for a new chapter. And I think like we, we need to look at everything in our life and be Mm -hmm. like, does this serve me any longer? Whether it's social media, relationships, a job, politics, the fucking gun that you have that you don't want. Are these things serving right. you? Are they actually, what a, I love that. Thank you for saying that too, because I think, I don't know that I was even fully aware until you just said that, but it has been really hard. And like I said this to you before we got on the podcast, like so much shifted during COVID work wise for me or whatever. Um, but so much of what I've lost has been st- because I'm stepping away from collaborating and like, posting about brands or posting about my outfits because like you said it's not that it doesn't serve I still love fashion it just some of it feels dense to me and I'm like what am I actually contributing with this and like am I doing it I don't know but but it takes a big financial like hit it's been I mean that's the problem is we're like we're we have been conditioned to believe that money buys happiness right and I, it, it can certainly buy comfort. It can buy some happierness, which is always my retort. Because my mother's been saying since I was a kid, money does not buy happiness. Yeah. So I'm like, it buys yeah. happierness. Yeah. <laughs> um, and which I don't, I don't just, I, I, I believe that is true. I it do can too. Help, and it's less stress. But it is not, so you don't have to worry about money. It is not the answer. Yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com I've had to start saying to myself, because I, I have started to stress because of some of the foundational things that I've been doing, like, and some of those things were just more consistent. Like my job as a freelancer isn't consistent either. Right. And so it's when you let go of your, it, I don't want to say backup plan necessarily, but I felt like I had a little more control over this stuff. Like, and I'm not saying I won't go back to doing some stuff if I feel like it's contributing something positive. Like I think, I am just so um, conscious right now of I don't want to be a part of more noise. Like, right. is this is this important? Is it worth it? Is it serving me in some way? Like you said, is it creative expression? Is it like fun? Is it what? Like, what is this? Um, but what I keep saying to myself about the money part when I start to really stress is like, I've always been provided for. I will always be provided for. And I just keep manifesting that like and putting that energy behind it. And there are times where it's a little more stressful. And I was living way more cush. I'll be honest. Like, that is the truth. And But, as you said, when I was making the most money I've ever made in my life, I literally almost had a nervous breakdown. Right. <laughs> I mean, not almost. I, I essentially <laughs> think I did. Yeah. Um, and because it was all just too much. It, it was wasn't serving you. Or it served its purpose. And right. now that's got to shift into something more real for me. Because that's who I am truly on the inside anyway, you know? Yeah. I don't know that social media ever really can fully, or it didn't for me fully capture all of the pieces of me, I don't feel. Um, maybe that was just, I didn't know how to do that. But, or maybe I made that up. I don't know, y'all. <laughs> anyway, that's it's how easy I to get, right It's now. really easy to get wrapped up in it because of the validation that comes from it. Well, it was a business. Yeah. So you just, uh, to me, I more so felt like I'm showing up and doing my job. Right. Like, just like I, I throw myself into every job I have. I'm a very, like, it's important to me to feel like I've done my best work all the time. Um, but I think, yeah, it just got to a place where it's like, okay, I want to be a little more protective of that. And like, is it bringing positivity to my brain, to my, even my like um, self-esteem and no, it, it hasn't been. So 
is that the right thing for me to be doing? I don't know. And I don't think, like you said, I don't know that we have any answers, but we're just asking ourselves these questions. And I actually would love to hear what, how you guys are feeling about social media in general. Like, is this something only we feel like, do you feel like this is on a bigger scale influencing our culture? Like, gun violence and things like that are contributing to the mental health issues that we're having? Well, you know, it's funny. It's not lost on me that probably most of the people that are listening here are here because they found you mm-hmm. on social media. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it'll be interesting it's to weird. get sort of that feedback because, you know, I would also imagine that they're probably getting less of you because the I'm algorithm has changed things. They are. Now you're not posting as much. Well, and I don't, like I used to even post videos about these podcasts and like I definitely see our numbers be different when I post on my social media because people forget. Of course. That's just the thing. Yeah, they're being served things all over the place. Yeah, and that's why we always say is like subscribe. Like this is not really trying to be some ad, but it is true. Like I don't necessarily post about, not necessarily, I really don't post about many podcasts even anymore. Um and I need to look at that, but I've just needed to guard my heart. That's such the truth. Like I have not been able to like have the exposure right mm-hmm. now. Like it's too much for me. Um, and so I'm just trying to be more conscious of that, but yeah, I just think it's, it is an interesting conversation. Yeah. And if you're trying to avoid social media, you can email us, <laughs> you can send us a snail mail. You can call 1-800. <laughs> yeah. Send us a casual. pigeon with your letter. Um, <laughs> but no, our email is the edge at velvet's If you do feel like logging into Instagram, I am at velvet's edge. I do still check my DMS yes. by the way. It's a um, form of communication for it me is. at this point. Well, it's how I stay in touch with our listeners a lot of times too. So there's parts of it that I love. And like I've met so many people and so many of you guys that I, how would I have ever met these people? And like we've connected on real stories. Like how would I, that would never have happened, you know? So it does have positives. There's positives to it, yeah. We just got to like, I think it's just more about like being conscious and protecting yourself. Well, I think you have to figure out the way that it works for you. That's a good way. You know, and it's, but it is hard. That's easier said than done because it's very addictive. Yeah. I've, I've knocked it off my phone before and then I'm like, catch myself at work on my computer on Instagram.com. Like, look at you. Yeah. It's because your brain's telling you, you need it. Yeah. So it's a dopamine hit. Anyway, if you want to find me on there, I'm Like, follow, up, swipe up. <laughs> I'm at Chip Dorsch, C-H-I-P-D-O-R-S-C-H. Your influencer game is old school because nobody swipes up anymore, okay? <laughs> um, well, I actually have a direct request for you. Oh, from who? For you. No, 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 oh. from me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I'm going to do this, but could you send the listeners out? on a song note as well as we do this. Like a, uh, <laughs> well, like that yes. One? Yeah. Why? That would be good. Cause I think everyone needs it. Everyone just needs if it. Even listen just this fucking far, do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> are you going to harmonize? Sure. Okay. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, as you guys go into the weekend and you're living on the edge, I hope you always remember to act casual. Oh. <laughs> Better when you see it in person. Okay. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.